He's, he's he's kind of a weird looking dude. He's a really weird looking. He's guy. got a weird looking face. He's got big ass ears. The ears and the yeah. arms are just like. Yeah, he's a weird looking dude. He's a good player though. Yeah. Anyways, time to get into it. Do you think? Let's do it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Four Thirty in the Morning. This is your boy Ben, and Pat is back as well. What episode is this? Shit, is this fifty nine? I think it's fifty eight. I don't fifty eight. Let's look it up. Let's look it up. It's 58. 58, okay, perfect. Yep. I don't got anything for 58. Me neither. We do hope you listen to episode 57, though. Aliens Part 8. Wasn't a bad episode. It came together. Yeah, it came together really good. It took I a lot had... of effort to produce, but... Yeah, I bet. Uh, Pat Pat had some really good material in that episode. We also had a lot of technical difficulties producing that one, but... Yes, we did. We that made was... it happen. <laughs> and we were back in the good studio this week, so hopefully no technical difficulties. Anyways, what kind of news you got today? I have two news stories. I've got three. You got three, all right. So this first one is pretty funny. This one comes from the Daily Wire. Okay. Man in Italy attempts to get vaccinated wearing a fake arm facing charges. A man in Italy is being charged with fraud after attempting to get a COVID vaccine while wearing a fake arm. Before administering the shot, a nurse noticed something strange, that the man's veins weren't appearing. At first, I thought it was a mistake, that it was a patient with an artificial arm, Filippa Bua said, according to the Guardian. The color of the arm made me suspicious, and so I asked the man to uncover the rest of his left arm. It was well made, but it wasn't the same color, she explained. (laughs) So that's <laughs> that is where the fuck up happens. Is <laughs> right. It looked good, but it was the wrong. It was color. the wrong color, wrong oh, shade. Apparently, my God. The man, age fifty, then asked Bua, "Would you have imagined that I have such a physique?" <laughs> Oh my god. This is fantastic. After becoming curious, Bua asked him to take off his shirt, then led her to discover the man's fraudulent arm. <laughs> the man then tried to persuade the health worker to turn a blind eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I had like oh, this is fantastic. I, w- I wish that there was like a video camera. I know on this man. because this would this be the is... funniest thing to watch, <laughs> like a, like a closed caption video <laughs> of this. Oh my god! The promptness and skill of the healthcare worker ruined the plans of this person, who will now have to respond to the judiciary. While it still hasn't been reported what exactly the fake arm was made of, it's clear that the man put a lot of thought into fooling medical professionals and attempting to get a vaccine passport without getting the vaccine. It's unacceptable in the face of the sacrifice that the pandemic is making the whole community pay for, Kyrio and Icardi said in their statement. Wow. Dude, that's pretty freaking hilarious. <laughs> that is pretty good. Uh, I don't have much more to add to that. that is, I wish Would you I have imagined that I have such a physique? I wish I could watch that. <laughs> It feels like something that Josh would say. Definitely. That's hilarious. Anyways, I've got... Is that all you got with that one? Yep. So I've got my first news story. This one's pretty good. This one comes from our favorite odd news. All right. Goat. Uh-oh. Steals papers from government office in India. Oh, shit. Do you have this one? Nope. A goat entered a government office in India and was caught on video walking off with a file full of papers from inside the building. The video filmed outside Panchayat Secretary Office in Chaubipur, Kanpur, 
shows an employee chasing after the goat while it holds a file of papers in its mouth. Witnesses said the goat had entered the building while employees were working outside and walked off with papers from an office where documents related to the village development projects are stored. Black development officer Manulal Yadav said the file carried away by the goat only contained scraps of paper and not official documents. The employees recovered most of the papers from the animal, but some had been chewed up. Yadav says employees have now been instructed to remain inside the office while working. <laughs> <laughs> so for some... This is, this is ridiculous. Could you imagine these employees are kind of talking about it? They're like, hey, you know, we could get our work done outside today. We don't need to be inside the office. It's a beautiful we, day out. We need to get some sunshine. There had to be some negotiation about this, you know? Yeah. Because there's always someone that doesn't want to break a rule or doesn't want to do something. Sure. So then they're like, okay, well, we'll, we'll go outside. Nothing bad's going to happen. <laughs> And then a fucking goat, goat a fucking walks goat. in. And now, it could have taken anything. Now, are these files, like, very important? These, are they, these were not important, but it could have very easily been a very important Yeah, it could have been, file. like, a classified document. Yeah, it could have been something very important that the goat walked out with. That's hilarious. Obviously, they're going to be uh, examining their policies. <laughs> and I guess employees will no longer be allowed to work outside of the office. Yeah. You know, that one time just <laughs> screwed it up for screwed up for, for everyone else. All because of the goat. All because of the goat. Anyways, that's all I got with that one. It's a pretty dumb news story. But... That's hilarious. This one comes from our favorite odd news as well. Awesome. Police chase loose camel through Kansas City. Yeah, I saw this one. This one I wanted to do, but I'm happy we're doing it. It's pretty funny. Police in Kansas said they spent the entire day, Sunday, chasing an escaped camel that trotted across a golf course, ran down a highway, and visited a few neighborhoods. Wow. The Bonner Springs Police Department said officers and animal control personnel responded Sunday when a loose camel was spotted running loose in the city. This morning, officers took to the golf courses in pursuit of the camel, on golf carts no less, the department said in a Facebook post. Later, it took a leisurely jaunt down K7 Highway and into some neighborhoods. Police said they spent the entire day chasing after the camel before it was finally captured with a lasso. <laughs> the, ca- <laughs> the camel was reunited with its owners and will go back to doing camel things, Post said. There's some officer out there that probably has been carrying around rope and a lasso his entire career. He's like, I've been waiting for I've been this waiting shit. waiting for this moment. <laughs> like, what do, you, what do you mean it took the entire day? <laughs> You're telling me, uh, guys, we, we got a call. We got a homicide. Nah, we, we can't we're, come. We're, 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 we're still fucking situation. with this camel. And I had to look up. I'm like, how could a camel? Camels can't be that elusive. You know, you, you, you think of a they're camel. They're big, though. They're big. Okay, I looked up how fast a camel can run. Okay, is it faster than an emu? Yes. Holy shit. A, a camel can reach a top speed of 40 miles per hour. <laughs> oh, my God. Camels can run at 25 miles per hour for long periods. So how long were they chasing this thing in a golf cart? Because golf carts can't go that can't go that fast. Like, who are these cops? These cops are idiots. Who the hell decided the golf cart was the best idea? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Like... <laughs> Like you, you go back, you go back to your boss and you report what you've done all day. You mean you're just fucking around with this camel? I would feel like such a moron riding around in the golf cart chasing a camel. He got, he's got his fucking lasso, waving it around out the damn golf cart well, trying to catch a camel. Even if you lasso it, you're not gonna be able to control that thing because these things got to be a thousand pounds at least. Yeah, these things are massive, and it's gonna drag you going forty miles an hour. Nah, man, this is ridiculous. I don't, I don't know. Unreal. I feel like we've had a couple out of Missouri. Where 
recently. Isn't that where the emu was at, or was that somewhere else? I think else? so. I think, I think, it, was, I think yeah. it was Missouri. Anyways, that was a really good news story. Is that all I got with that one? That's it. So my second one, this one's dumb as fuck. This one's from the New York Post. Ghislaine Maxwell. You familiar with her? Yes. Ghislaine Maxwell makes her own drawings of the court sketch artist during trial. Think about that for a second. <laughs> what? Turns out, Ghislaine Maxwell is really a sketch artist. New York-based illustrator Elizabeth Williams has 40 years of experience drawing people in courts, but says it was a first when Maxwell, on trial for sex trafficking, started sketching her. So Ghislaine Maxwell, who... That's that's weird, man. Obviously was Epstein's hookup for the entire ridiculous story that isn't getting talked about nearly enough. Right. She's sitting there on trial now for the crimes that she committed, which she 100% committed. 100%. And she is sitting there drawing... the courtroom sketch artist. Now, is she drawing it during the trial? Yes. Oh my god, what, what nerve, man. Williams was at Maxwell's November pre-trial hearing when she said the British heiress, seated between her two lawyers, looked back at her and began staring while apparently drawing her, the son reported Friday. She did this a second time during the jury selection. Fellow illustrator Jane Rosenberg, who's also at the Maxwell trial and was also drawn by Maxwell, created a picture of the weird encounter that went viral. It was like she didn't think anyone would notice, Williams said, of the initial staring and drawing encounters. She stared right at us and was def- it was definitely an odd moment. That's weird. That's man. all I got with that one. But she is sociopathic beyond belief. Evil. That's just the weirdest thing. That is weird. You're going to look back and look at the person? Yeah. Now, obviously. That give me nightmares, man. Exactly. Now, she was a terrible person. She deserves to be punished. But she's taking the full brunt for the whole thing. Because Epstein should be taking the full brunt. Yeah, well, he was murdered. Murdered. Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> but by whom? We could get into that. Anyways, I just don't, I, to me, it bothers me that that story isn't getting talked about more. Like, we've spent so much time on these ridiculous trials. Because this there's, one, there's so many elites that we are supposed to be looking up to. Yeah. I mean, we're supposed to be following their lead. We're supposed to be believing in everything they say. They're involved. I know, exactly. <laughs> a lot of them. Exactly. So that's, too they're, much. Not, they're not going to talk about themselves. And, of course, the media bosses are going to be front and center in that discussion in terms of who should be getting in trouble for this type of thing. Yep. Media controls information, and even if it's not media, there's a lot of big tech bosses yep. that are, would be implicated or would have friends that have facilitated their rise to power being implicated. 100%. So, we here at 4.30 in the morning don't have an agenda. And we are also, we can't be bought, so. Definitely cannot be bought. We're here to tell you the truth. Anyways, do you have any more news stories? Nope, that's it. Okay, I've got one more, and this one's going to kind of pan into our uh, our main topic a little bit. Sure. This one comes from CNET.com, and this one was sent in by a listener, by the way. China Moon Rover will investigate cube-shaped mystery object on the lunar far side. So, is that the dark side? Yes, that's the dark side of the moon. Okay. Uh, headlines worded a little weird, but sure. China's got a moon rover up there, and the thing with China is they don't really play by the rules with anything. Never. Which is usually a really bad thing. However, this is kind of a wild card, because we don't know what the hell they're going to see up there. Sure. And they've been investing a ton into UFO research, which is interesting to think about. Would they even share correct information? I don't know, but it is kind of a wild card. Sure. It is kind of a wild card. You understand what I'm saying, though? Yes. Okay, so the U-2-2 rover is on a roll. Now, that is spelled Y-U-T-U-the number two. So the U-2-2 rover. It has been exploring the far side of the moon since early 2019 as parts of China's Chang'e 4 lunar lander mission. It now has its eyes set on a strange-looking cube-shaped object. It's spotted in the distance. Andrew Jones, a journalist who covers a Chinese space program for the Space Network and Space.com, highlighted a new rover update in a series of tweets on Friday. The nickname for the cube-shaped object translates to Mystery House. The rover team is planning to drive 
drive over and get a closer look at the object. As with U22's intriguing discovery of a gel-like substance inside a crater in 2019, don't get too excited for aliens. The substance turned out to be glassy-looking rock, and as far as I know, Stanley Kubrick never planted a monolith on the real moon, and those metal sculptures that were once all the rage on Earth haven't made the trek across space. So they're talking about the monoliths in this one. Mm. U22's view of the glo- of the cube is fuzzy and far off, so the object's true nature should become more clearer as the rover gets closer. The most likely explanation is a boulder. This part of the moon is pockmarked. I've never heard that phrase before. Pockmarked. Pockmarked. Never heard of it. This part of the moon is pockmarked with impact craters, which can fill, which can feature quite a bit of chunky debris. The Chang E4 mission represents the first surface exploration on the far side of the moon, which is really interesting. The first surface exploration of the far side of the moon is China right now. Yeah, why, why the hell haven't we been there? The rover's work has helped scientists learn about what's happening with the geology under the lunar surface. So that's pretty interesting. They found something. And if you look at the image, it kind of looks like a square. It looks like a square, like a square building sitting out there in the distance. Now, that could be the How camera. How big does it look? I don't know. It looks like a house. Hmm. Like a house size. Interesting. Now, the real question is, are there alien structures up there on the moon? Yes. That kind of leads into our main topic. What is our main topic, Pat? So this week, instead of doing like a full-on alien discussion, we're doing kind of like an appendices, appendices for aliens. Our alien appendices. Sounds good. An appendix to the alien discussions. Definitely. Kind of like a wrap-up. Kind, kind of, of a wrap-up. Not like a wrap-up, because I'm sure we'll have more alien episodes for you guys. Oh, yeah, we definitely will. But, but more of like a continuation from last week. Yeah, we've done eight different alien episodes so far. And like we said at the, in the last episode, we've done a lot that were kind of alien-themed, like the Bible Czar was kind of alien-themed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the remote viewing was kind of sort of alien-themed in a way. So this week we're going to be kind of talking. It's going to be more of a loose discussion. Usually our alien discussions are pretty heavily specific. researched and specific. Yeah, this week is just kind of a wrap-up. It's kind of a add-on to what we've heard in some of the previous episodes. Right. Anyways... Where do you want to begin, Ben? Well, Pat, I kind of wanted to go over my experience. Oh, yes. We've been wanting to talk about this for a while. I can't believe we haven't talked about it before. Yes. So, do you remember a couple months ago, I messaged you on the way home, and I told you I saw a UFO in my driveway. You remember that? Yes. I think we actually talked about it on one of our Alien episodes, and you were quite skeptical. You didn't think I saw a UFO. We did talk about the one, I can't remember what episode it was. It was like 31 or something, where you claimed you saw something. Yes. Yeah, we even talked about that on the clip show. We even featured that clip on the clip show, because it was pretty funny it was really funny because you made fun of me for somehow knowing where the international space station was in the sky no you didn't know i know but you're yeah you're i was being a bully because that's what i am yeah it was funny so but i only thought about this today and it makes sense so in my new experience that i had a couple weeks ago i saw the ufos in almost the exact same vicinity so how is it not the international space station this time it's not the international space station so the latest experience i had so i was walking up my stairs and i have a window at the top of my stairs sure and there's we have blinds there and through the blinds I saw this thing moving in the sky. Now, it wasn't moving nice and continuously straight like an airplane. So I knew it wasn't an airplane. And it didn't move around like a helicopter either. And this thing did not have the same lights as an airplane or a helicopter. Because it was a drone. It was not a drone. Drones have red lights. They have different colored lights, dude. The majority of them have red. Okay. And so I'm looking at this thing. I'm like, what in the hell is going on with this? And I'm looking at it, and it's moving in an eight figure. A a figure eight? A a, a, sideways figure eight. So like an infinity sign. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Sure. And and it had a very, very light blue light that it was almost like pulsating. So it would go like kind of in and out, get brighter than dimmer, brighter than dimmer. Get what I'm saying? How high up was this thing? (sighs) 
it's hard to tell. I I don't know how high up it was. It was it was de- it was decently high. It's pretty high. Are we talking tree level? Are we talking plane level? Probably in the middle, in between trees and planes. So we're talking. Yeah, maybe maybe it, maybe at least fifty feet high. Oh yes, at least fifty feet high. Okay, maybe a couple hundred feet high. A couple hundred feet high. Okay. Yeah, and then as I was staring at it, it stopped. Right in the middle of the figure eight. Sure. And then it didn't move. And I stared at that bitch for like three minutes nonstop and it didn't move. And I was kind of getting creeped out because I kind of felt like it was looking at me. Three minutes? I'm not kidding. How do you come up with that number? Because I remember looking down my, at my phone on my clock. Oh, okay. And I was, and the whole experience was about five, six minutes because five or I six was minutes. watching it move for at least two to three minutes. Sure. And then it stopped and I was, and I watched it. For at least three minutes, and, then and it didn't move, and I, I just, I, I walked away from the window because I was getting kind of spooked. I'm like, is this thing like looking at me? Sure. So I just walked away, and I didn't go back and looked at it. I just went. So to you bed. didn't look. You didn't go back. Nope. I went to bed. Okay. It was weird, man. It could. Hey, look. It could have been a drone. Yeah. But I don't know. It's a we. That was a drones. I've never flown a drone, but they sure. look like they're hard to control if you're not really good. It depends. Like I don't know. It, it, it didn't look. It didn't move like a. It didn't look like a drone to me. It could have been a drone, but who who's who's out there flying a drone at four o'clock in the morning? That's the other thing. That is kind of weird. It would have been five in the morning because it's usually yeah. around the time I go to bed. That is kind of sort of weird. You know, it's not it's not light out yet at five in the morning. Yeah, it was it was still dark. That's why I was able to see the light so easily. Because I've seen them flying around here. Like, sure. I've seen a couple yeah. flying around. My father had one where he was like, oh, I thought I saw a UFO. Sure. And because they got a sunroom at their house, like their porch, like a sunroom. And it's all windows, basically. So he was sitting out there watching TV and he thought he saw a UFO out the window. And it was like flying around and then it stopped and it was just sitting there. And he's like, that's weird. So he got up and looked at it. And then right as he got up, the thing took off. So it was watching him. Yeah, for sure. Which is weird. It's really weird. Yeah, I don't know. Like if this was, it could have been a drone. I'm just, it didn't, it didn't seem like a drone to me. Sure. It is kind of weird. Could have been a drone, but. Anyways, that's interesting. See, with the drones, it's kind of, kind of not helped the UFO situation a lot. Right. Because I've heard like firsthand accounts from people that have never been into this weird shit at all that are hundred percent. I saw a UFO flying over a store. It was a huge ass ship or <laughs> see, I'm more into that type of thing. Like it's a big ass structure as opposed to it's a, yeah. it's a blip in the sky. You know what I mean? And this thing, like I could almost make out like a little structure, like a little craft looking thing. Was it a saucer shape? Was it a triangle? Was it a sphere? Was it a square? <sighs> If I had to, if I had to say it was, it was more of a sphere. Sure. Uh, you know how, you know how drones are. You can see their, yeah, their propellers. Exactly. I didn't see any propellers. Granted, it was dark, but I didn't see any propellers. Makes sense. There could have. I'm not. I'm not. You know, saying there weren't propellers, but. Yeah, but at least we we got that down and we at least talked about it. Yeah. So that's good. We'll see what happens in the future. Obviously, you've had two sightings since we started the show. Yeah. I haven't seen shit. Now, if I'm freaking abducted, which I feel like is going to happen now that the UFO knows where I live, because it was literally staring at me through the window. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe this house is just fucking with me. This place is definitely haunted. 100%. So it could be, it, this could be like a, a Skinwalker Ranch type situation. Yeah, for sure. Or a Stardust Ranch. Someone was talking to me about Stardust Ranch some more. Paige and I were laying up in bed the other night just watching TV and the door creaked to our bedroom. Oh, Lord. <laughs> We've had that happen in the studio, too. Yeah, so no shit. Anyways, I'm going to switch up gears slightly a little bit. Sure, go ahead. So we've been doing, we've done eight episodes worth of Aliens yep. related topics. Have you felt that it's kind of difficult to research this type of thing? It's kind of what? Like, difficult. Yeah, like, it we, is. We establish a topic that we think is going to be easy to research, and then we go to research. And it's it's pretty difficult. And it's tough. It's, it, it's, it's, always, it's always like... 
the Atlantic articles or New York yeah. Times articles saying, you know, I feel like stop you looking up alien shit. Exactly. This, this shit ain't real or, you know. You can't Google this type of thing and find yeah. good information anymore. Right. So I've been trying to figure out, like, how the hell did I start? How did I start getting into this? Because mm-hmm. obviously I started it as a kid a little bit. And then I got into it again five or six years ago when Tim was on it for a while. And he got me back into it hardcore. But since then, it's just gotten tougher and tougher, like, daily to find good information about this type of stuff. Right. Five years ago, you could go on YouTube and have a binge session for hours. literally. And you could watch all sorts of great material. You could watch the astronauts talk about this type of thing. You could watch all sorts of crazy, just, there was too much to watch. Now it's just, like, mainstream type shit. You can only find, like, history.com. Yeah. Or uh, your favorite Smithsonian shit. Exactly. Stuff like that. And that just, it's kind that's weird to me to think about. Now, one thing I had written down on my, um, on my piece of paper is I was working on last week's episode. I think I was having a really hard time. because I wanted material on a certain topic and I could not believe that I could not just find it where I thought I could be able to find it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I stumbled across a website called above top which is a discussion forum about all sorts of conspiracy related things. Now, I had been a member of this website years ago. I completely forgot that it existed until <laughs> I saw that page. And it triggered back all these memories of me being on those forums all the time five or six, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I completely forgot that it existed until last week when I refound the website. Nice. So I went back on there a little bit, which is good, but I'm trying to figure out what the hell happened to me. I think the Men in Black did something. I it's think my possible. mind got pa- partially wiped. It's possible. Because that's a good website. And you can find, I like forum-based websites because you can find people's analysis on situations and people will post links to stuff that you mm-hmm. won't be able to just find on a Google search. Sure. I've been trying to use Reddit for that type of thing, but even Reddit. Reddit's terrible. It's really bad. <laughs> it really is. It's a, it, it's rough and it's gotten worse over the years. Yeah. But. I was it, on Reddit today a little bit. Occasionally you can find some good shit on Reddit, but you have to know where to look and how to search and all those <laughs> things. And granted, they do have a couple of good communities, like the aliens community isn't bad. The UFO community isn't terrible. And there's one called High Strangeness, which is really good. Hmm. But the problem is, is if there's a group think mindset on Reddit, it knocks down everything else. So right now the group think on mine on Reddit is that Stephen Greer is a fraud. Yeah. Now the only evidence they have for that is that his new CE5 protocol app, you have to pay for it. God forbid he makes a little money. And they're like, oh, he's just out for the money. And it's like, get out of here. I can't wrap my head around that concept. And they're so toxic to anybody monetizing anything. Now, the app could be bullshit. It could not be. I'm not going to download it, but I know I know people that have downloaded it and said it's pretty good. Yeah, like, God forbid he creates a, a product or a service for you. You have to pay for it. Exactly. Jesus, Lord Almighty. And he's done so much work. Like, he gave his entire medical career for this type of thing. Yeah. Why not? He, he's on so many documentaries, and he, he has, like, good material. Like, he, he comes up with good shit. And they don't talk about it on unacknowledged. They do talk about it on unacknowledged. But they don't talk about beyond that is that fucking conference he put together back in 2001 or whatever yeah is absurdity and how is that not talked about more? right 100 it just it's really weird how that type of shit doesn't get discussed as much now i do have another thing that i want to bring up real quick sure we're gonna be going back to aliens part six you remember that one where we talked about convincing stories okay you shared a really good one about the ufo sighting in berkshire which would have been in massachusetts i don't know if you remember that one where the 40 kids it was like 40 it was like the couple the family was driving and they ended up getting abducted and they were swapped seats in the 
car. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. And then there were separate, like, the 40 separate witnesses. Yes. Because that was one. I said I hadn't heard about it before. I actually did, but I didn't put two and two together. This one was featured on Netflix's Unsolved Mysteries reboot, which was like, a, it just came out last year or something. There's a full episode about this story. So it's pretty, it's pretty good to watch. I remember watching this and being like, how the fuck can they not get rid of the story? Like, how can they not the... You can't debunk it because it's that good. Right. So then I did a little bit more research, and I just found out that it was on that thing today, but I did some more research in the past, and I've been meaning to bring this up for a while now. But the Great Barrington Historical Society, which is based in Massachusetts, which is a local historical records group, basically, but pretty official. Like, it's got, like, official people and good funding and whatnot. Sure. They recognized the event as fact, as historical fact, and they inducted it in its Hall of Fame in terms of significant facts in the area. And this historical society claims that it's significant and true. So to me, that's a pretty good endorsement. That's pretty, yeah, that's pretty compelling right there. And it, it just it doesn't pop up as it popped up on the Netflix documentary, the Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, I, I had to kind of dig to find that. Exactly. How <laughs> the fuck is that, got, is that not getting talked about more? And your breakdown, honestly, was excellent. I was thought that was a great breakdown. Good. So I, I try. But it's, again, and I've been bringing this up since that episode and even before then, the good stories don't get talked about. It's because they're being suppressed, man. Exactly. Now, another thing I want to bring up. By the government. Do you have anything more for this discussion? Because I got a few more topics. Go, go ahead. Go into. ahead, man. So the other one I want to bring up is when people talk about where do aliens come from, they usually point to one binary star system more than any other star system. Zeta Reticuli, mm-hmm. which is a southern hemisphere star that's in the constellation Reticulum. Now, this is what Bob Lazar brought up. Bob Lazar brought it up. Barney and Betty Hill, the abductees in the 1960s, the couple that got abducted. Yep. They said Zeta Reticuli. Lots of people say Zeta Reticuli. Hmm. I don't understand, of all the star systems out there, why that one. Now, Zeta Reticuli is only 39 light years away from Earth. So that's pretty close. All things considering. There aren't <laughs> too many There aren't too many stars that are closer than, than that. Right. But I just find it's weird that there's so much tracing back to Zeta Reticuli. Why that star over the entire, or ever, everything else? I mean, maybe because it's so close. They were able to get here. It could be. You know, I was kind of thinking, and I I, re- <clears throat> I read this earlier, maybe we just aren't being patient enough. Very possible. See, because think about it. So these extraterrestrials that are out there, we don't know how long these beings have been around. Sure. We don't know how long it took them to progress to be at the technological space that they're at right now, place that they're at right now. Sure. If you think about it, we've only been we've only been pretty sophisticated technology-wise for probably around 60 years, 70 years. Yeah. And since World War II is where could, we really need to start. It could take thousands of years to get to a point to where we can colonize the galaxy or even go outside the galaxy. I mean, maybe we're just not there yet. It is very possible. To, or to come up with technology to communicate with these extraterrestrials. Now, the other problem, too, is, and this also doesn't get talked about enough, is our technologies increase exponentially. Oh, even, insane. Like, I just think about like, my grandparents' lifetime. Yeah. Like, they went from listening to the radio to all this shit. My, when, my, when my grandfather was born, still horse and buggy. Yeah. Bringing you milk. Yeah. To the front door. <laughs> I mean, it's unreal. It is unbelievable, this era, this era that we live in. And even in our lifetime. I mean, the internet. 
Yeah. Remember, remember before the internet, how different things were? I do, slightly. I do remember. Oh, my God. And then that just changed everything. But where does it stop? It doesn't. Does It It probably doesn't, exactly. It, it's, it stops with our destruction. If you think about it, AI is probably going to destroy the human race. Eventually. More, than, more than likely. Eventually. they're gonna We're going to create AI to the point where it can recreate itself, and they're, they're going to kill us off. Because why wouldn't they? And, you know, the scary part about that, too, is... We have devalued the concept of critical thinking so heavily that humans are going to let it happen without realizing they're going to let it happen. Because 100%. people can't make decisions for themselves anymore. Man, I mean, look how incredible the, the AI is already. Exactly. I mean, look at look at these Tesla cars. The GPS systems are in, are insane in these I, Tesla cars. I saw something on the fucking Tesla car. Now, this is off topic slightly, but you know how they have those like GPS tracking where they can detect a human yes. in car stops? Yes. I saw it, and this was on the High Strangeness Reddit on reddit.com, uh-huh. where a Tesla car detected a human in a cemetery where there was no human there and it stopped because it sensed a human. Yeah, it but was there was ghost. clearly there was clearly no human there. Right. I thought that was crazy. That's incredible. Dude, you gotta look you gotta listen to the latest uh Joe Rogan Elon Musk episode. And okay. He, he gets into the things that Tesla is working on and what the new Tesla cars can do. It's it, it's absolutely insane. It is crazy. It is insane. Now is he gonna take those to Mars with him? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Have you seen any of those driving around? I've seen a few of them. They not, look pretty, there's not many of them. They're they're pretty they're um, they look sharp um the the really expensive sedans those look the best okay. like the uh i forget what they're called i don't uh, know they probably got some weird symbolic name like his kid does i don't know but uh but i don't really like the look of like their hatchback looking ones those are kind of ugly yeah i don't know but the normal sedans those are those are pretty tight yeah they they look pretty good all things considered right and i'm trying to figure out what else i got to talk about so let me ask you this this is gonna be switching gears we're gonna be switching gears a lot during this discussion that's fine do you think our moon is an artificial satellite earth's moon do you think it was put there or you think it's natural because we've talked about this before on the show in different places you see i just now the current theory is is that the asteroid hit the earth right and a chunk of the earth came off and that's the moon that was kind of sort of the, the theory for a long time what is the new scientific explanation for the moon is that they don't know because that one was pretty solid for a while at least it was thought for a while up until probably even a couple of years ago the problem with that theory is that moon rocks are dating to be older than the oldest things on earth which doesn't really help that theory because it should all be right. the same age sure definitely the second part is there doesn't seem to be enough mass missing from the earth yeah to create the moon because that's a big ass object up there see i just don't understand how it would form so perfect like that and yeah and gravity could explain that to a degree but it would have had to have happened like at the infancy of earth yes and people point to the pacific ocean and they're like well it's missing the crust there and yes it is but there's not really enough to fill up the volume of the moon yeah like you're, you're asking for a lot with that one if it's an artificial satellite i mean what other explanation is it there for i don't know now the other explanation oh there is one more explanation is that the moon was like a wandering body in the solar system meaning it was there but it didn't get trapped by a planet to become a moon and that the earth somehow caught it but, I the, see but, that, but the math to make that happen is extreme. Like Jupiter could capture anything going in the way because it's so fucking big. Right. Earth, it would have had to have been so precise because Earth just isn't big enough to capture that big of an object. Right. Now I'm going to show you a piece of paper real quick. Here are the moons of the solar system by planet. Now there's Earth for comparison. So what that chart shows is comparison of sizes. Mm-hmm. So the moon is the fifth 
largest moon in the solar system. Hmm. The only ones bigger are going to be, three of the Jupiter moons are going to be bigger. I think Io is only slightly bigger, but Ganymede and Callisto are bigger than our moon, and Titan with Saturn is bigger than our moon. So the moon is the fifth biggest of all these moons. Earth is the fifth largest planet. Venus doesn't have any moons. Mercury, I don't think, has any moons. Mars has two that are tiny blips compared to this. Like, if you look at the chart, yeah, I see. you can't even see Phobos and Deimos because they're just negligible in size compared to our moon. So, isn't Pluto called Planet X now? No. No? Planet X is hypothetical, and I'm going to get into that in a little bit. Okay. Because I think Planet X is yeah, real. That, that's interesting. So, why is it... Why, why is it so big? Why is it, so, why is it so big? Exactly. And you look at most of these other moons, a lot of them could support life. Titan could easily support life because Titan has liquid methane on it and it's got like clouds and shit. Mm. So they said that could be a spot that life exists. And that's the moon of the largest moon of Saturn. Maybe the moon was strategically placed there so that it can control like the tides and everything like that on Earth. I think that's part of it. I also got to think, think that's true. I also think that there are aliens up there. Probably. Alien bases or something to that degree. Have you ever seen the movie Apollo 18? No, but I probably should watch it. You should. You should 100% watch that tonight now is that the mission where was that edgar mitchell's mission there was no apollo i didn't think so i was gonna say it's a fictional story but okay it's they basically they go up to the moon and they find shit sure see i like movies like that now is it how is it shot is that a found footage or is it just, or is it just a movie it's just a movie okay yeah it's really good because there's another one i like which is gonna be very similar called the europa report which is a found footage movie so it's kind of like paranormal activity where you're watching no yeah it's not like that it, yeah this one's kind of like that but they go to europa which is jupiter's fourth largest moon it's one of the galilean moons mm. so if you were to look at jupiter from a telescope you would see these four moons so i've seen europa before through a telescope which is pretty cool that's sweet but um basically in this movie it's a found footage where they go to europa but something bad happens and they recover the the film and it's just it's just really bad crazy see that movie kind of fucked with my head because there's a scene in it spoiler alert small spoiler alert there's a problem with the ship and one of the astronauts has to go off on a spacewalk and his tether gets detached mm. and he just floats away Ugh. but they still have mic contact with him but there's no way they could possibly save him so they're talking to him as he floats away uh, it's rough, rough. <laughs> it's like oh my god there's a um there's a really good jake gyllenhaal movie called life okay you should watch that shit too that's right. a very interesting alien movie i'll have to watch that one for sure yeah life so i gotta watch life and i gotta watch apollo 18 yeah let me make sure it's called life yeah but i really like the europa report it's a little bit different you might be able to find yeah. it streaming somewhere so this one's called life yeah okay i'll have to watch that really good pretty crazy ryan reynolds oh i don't know about that <laughs> jake gyllenhaal or becca ferguson okay there you go there you go anyways there's a lot of decent movies out there i'm kind of big into that type of thing i used to be a lot bigger into the sci-fi movies i'm not as much these days but me neither I love those hypothetical space space exploration movies. Um, anyways, I'm trying to think of some other documentaries I've been watching. This E.T.'s Among Us series is pretty good. It's on Amazon Prime. They've got six. I think the first three are on Amazon Prime. The rest of them are in a streaming service called Gaia, which I didn't really hear about until recently. Mm, never heard of that. I guess it's a conspiracy theory-based hmm. streaming service. It looks a little too expensive. I think it's like $12.99, which I don't know if I'm going to pay it for that. Yeah, but, probably not. <laughs> but this E.T.'s Among Us series is pretty good. And like I said in the last episode, so the first one of E.T.'s Among Us had Jim Mars on it, mm. which is the author that I've been talking about the entire time. Right. So those are pretty good. 
Anyways, back to the moons real quick. There is one, and you might, do you, is your phone work? Could you Google something? Sure. So I don't have a good picture of this one. It is called Mimas, M-I-M-A-S. M-I-M-A-S. It, it is a moon of Saturn, and it's like, Saturn's probably its sixth or seventh largest. Looks like the Death Star. It looks like the fucking Death Star. <laughs> like... <laughs> It looks just like the Death Star. And that's the thing with it. There are lots of people that say that this cannot possibly be an actual moon. And there are plenty, there's plenty of speculation that that one is also an artificial satellite. It's huge. Like, how does it look like a Death Star, though? Yeah, that's, that's unreal. That's hilarious. So that one's floating around out there. Could you imagine discovering that one? One hell of a crater. Yeah. No, I'm going to try to describe what it looks like. It, it literally <laughs> looks like the Death Star, like an asteroid version of the Death Star. It's got a crater that looks like the laser. Kind of looks like a nipple. And it's sitting in the right spot, though, on the Death Star. Yeah, like, it, it is. is. That's the weird thing. <laughs> is So that's Mimas, the moon of Saturn. That moon pulls up on your planet. You won't. Yeah. <laughs> you won't. <laughs> that's not a good situation. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, what else you got for this discussion? So earlier, I was watching the Tic Tac video. Okay. Of, of, I didn't realize that was captured in 2004. Yeah. I thought it was more recent than that, but it's 2004. I completely 100% agree in the ocean theory. Where they're coming from the ocean? They're coming from the ocean. Yeah, I kind of agree with that one, too. Like, it came it came out of nowhere. Yeah. I don't know where, and I don't know, man. It didn't... I, there's, there's no way to explain that. Exactly. There's no way to explain the Tic Tac video. Other, other, other ones, eh. Okay, you can kind of... Kind of, you can kind of talk those off, but the Tic Tac video is really compelling to me. Sure. And that kind of launches into another theory that I have. And I kind of talked about this. I've alluded to this one on different episodes. I think I started talking about it back on like episode 13 or something. Hollow Earth? No. Well, maybe. <laughs> I There have been different really weird leaks that I've seen mostly on like Reddit and places like that where people claim to have military sources talking about something going on in the oceans that points to there being an entire intelligent species living in underground bases down there. Now, most of these are military people on submarines that have been involved in top secret missions saying that they had to go check something out and that that's basically there's an entire species living down there. Now, how deep do our submarines go? Do, do, do they go deeper than that trench that we've gone Mar- down? Mariana's Trench. Mariana's Trench. I'm going to look that up. Like, what, what's, the, what's the deepest that we've gone in the ocean? Apparently, it's classified. I guess there's a Swiss-designed research deep diving submarine thing that went down. 35,853 feet? Something like that, yeah. I have 35,797, but now that would have to be unmanned. Because the thing you got to think about with submarines is they can go as deep as the equipment can handle the water pressure. And that went to the um, the deepest point of the Marianas Trench. Okay. So we've been pretty far down. Yeah, 35,000 feet? That's crazy. But humans probably couldn't go that far because you have no. to, the water pressure alone creates nightmares for that type of thing. Yeah. So maybe they've got something that can get them deeper, the aliens. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's specific- we, we we obviously can't go everywhere in the ocean that deep. Well, we can't go everywhere in the ocean ever because it's the volume is yeah. absurd. So it's like, yeah, they're probably deep enough to the point where we can't see them, reach them, or unless a submarine. But sure, okay. Know. Here's one for you. Have you ever seen the movie Pacific Rim? No. Where the kaiju rise up from the ocean? Mm-mm. These like big like dinosaur Godzilla behemoth things. <laughs> And they're like the size of like a skyscraper, basically. And they rise up from the ocean and they keep just like terrorizing coastal cities. So the military doesn't have any plan to take them out because they tried like bombing them with fighter jets and it didn't work. So their plan is to create robots the size of kaijus (laughs) and kind of like rock them, sock them, robot. (laughs) 
Act, Rackham Sockham Robot Slam back to uh, the ocean, basically. It's hilarious. It's a good movie. You'd probably like it. It's got Idris Elba in it. Mm. It's got uh, Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, okay. One of my favorite yeah, shows. he's in it. Um, it's got some other people, but it's just like, it's just shenanigans. It's just like sure. big ass, just big ass scenes and stuff. The soundtrack's great. Uh, Idris Elba has a bunch of just super cheesy but epic moments. <laughs> like there's one scene where like the sun's like sitting in the skyline. Like it's like a cloudy day with the sun's shooting out and he climbs out of one of these robots and it's like the sun like he like he climbs up and he blocks out the sun and he looks like an angel <laughs> it's just it's the dorkiest cheesiest shit but and the soundtrack's great it's a terrible movie but it's, it's just fun I'll have, to lo- I'll have to watch that check it out yeah uh pacific rim but yeah i mean if aliens came to observe us here and they are extremely far away maybe they needed a discreet place to hold to house their ships. They needed to. They needed to yeah. make a, a fucking space station in the in the ocean. They had to put it somewhere where nobody would see them. We're better than the ocean or Antarctica. Yeah, or Alaska, or the moon, or the moon, or that too. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe they're every. Maybe they they have all those places covered. I kind of think they do. And there used to be a lot of videos of like structures on Mars and like people like looking at stuff and you can't find that anymore. Can't then, find shit anymore. Then you've got the NASA feed where every single time something interesting pops up, they cut the feed. Because they got, they got like, live streams of, like, all sorts of shit going on. Yeah. Every time something weird pops up, they cut the feed immediately. You can't watch it. And I, I 100% believe that Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin saw some shit up there. Because there have been independent ham radio operators that are listening in on the conversation mm-hmm. and claim that they were talking about seeing spaceships lined up on the opposite side of the crater that they're landing on. That's crazy. And people talk about that a little bit. Because Neil Armstrong, like, before he went up, seemed really normal. Yeah. When he came back, he didn't really talk about it much, he did he? changed a lot like his interviews changed some people are like oh well he was just tired from the mission which that could be but his complete demeanor changed and it didn't get better throughout his entire life right buzz aldrin's comments are all over the place yeah but they usually lean towards i saw something i can't talk about but i want to talk about it because i'm an old man anyways type of a thing <laughs> and we've talked about this before is, in different he, shows he's still alive isn't yes he? buzz aldrin's still alive edgar mitchell's still alive i guess those are kind of the two yeah the two last living legends all of the uh mercury is it mercury or was it what was the program where they sent off the the original seven uh john glenn and alan shepherd and gordon cooper and gus grissom and the other guys i think it was mercury mercury or what was the one that started with a g Gemini. Gemini. It might have been Gemini. Wait, didn't which one blew up? Was that the Gemini? Was that one of the Geminis? No, all the Gemini guys made it back. I don't think any of them died in space. Gus Grissom blew up later. No, it didn't even blow up. They caught on fire on the landing platform when he died. That uh, was a, that was a separate mission though. Oh, that was one of the Apollos. Uh, Apollo. I'm trying to think which one blew up. Did did an Apollo mission blow up with astronauts aboard? Yeah, they all died. I can't remember which one it was. No, it wasn't flying. It would have been on the landing platform. I don't think any of them died in space. Because two of the spaceships went down in space. Challenger went down and Columbia went down. I can't remember. But then Apollo 13 happened, but all those guys made it back home. Yeah, yep. I can't remember which one. But even John Glenn on his first flight, I think he was the third one up in space. I don't know, it was Alan Shepard first, and then Gus Grissom, and then John Glenn. John Glenn was seeing some weird-ass shit up there. Yeah. His first voyage up. Now, he didn't really talk about it as much as he should have, but he was seeing UFOs up there. Anyways, I have a hard time not believing something of those guys like yeah and we all we all know they're told not to talk about this shit from the government there's 
superiors. Yeah, there's got to be a whole lot of threats levied because 100%. it's one thing to threaten like me, but to threaten like your family or your friends. Yeah, that's where you you have to just shut up because you can't let anything get beyond yourself. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. And anybody with any shred of honor is gonna agree with that, right? Which is how the establishment keeps this type of thing in check. You know what I mean? Right. So unreal. Yeah, but you can get you can go down rabbit holes with the stuff that Buzz Aldrin said and Gordon Cooper has said. In a lot of a lot of shit you look up on Google, they're always trying to discredit Buzz Aldrin. How can you discredit that? I mean, this guy was up there and was there, and they're really like, ah, nah. That he's an old man. He's lying. Uh, he didn't pass the lie detector test. Ah, nah, nah, nah. So that's why I'm looking for independent sources, kind of like uh, like above top secret.com. Yeah. The other thing I want to bring up real quick, and I got to bring this one up because this was the other place that kind of launched me into the UFOlogy a little bit, is Coast to Coast AM. Have you ever heard of that radio station? You can listen to it on like the normal radio. Yeah, you told me about it too. I've listened to them on YouTube before, but that was part of it. When I was looking for stuff, I could only find Coast to Coast AM stuff. But when I talk to people that are interested in this type of topic, they're always like, hey, do you listen to Coast to Coast? Do you listen to Coast to Coast? So it's a pretty good i gotta at least mention it because it's a good place to start that's where i learned about remote viewing first and that's where i've learned about a lot of these theories i learned about stardust ranch from them and i also heard about jim mars first on coast to coast am Mm. that is what launched me into the jim mars books was they just kept talking about these books and i'm like i gotta get this book that they were talking about (laughs) i got it and it fucking blew my mind so i kept buying more i think i got five at home at this point nice here's another four or five i really want to get but coast to coast am is it's a good if you just want a steady dose of this type of discussion it's a good place to listen to it. Now, George Norrie can get a little bit boring at times, but he's usually got some decent guests on the on the show. Nice. And he'll interview anybody. It's not as good as like Joe Rogan or anything like that, but it's worth listening to, especially if you want to get really deep into some of this shit. Mm-hmm. So Coast to Coast AM is a good place to start. Hell yeah. Everybody should check that out. And Joe Rogan, obviously, his alien thing. You can find the breakdowns on YouTube. Yeah. That's definitely. a good place. You're getting a lot of good information there. Uh, YouTube is getting really shitty really quickly. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Tim's got a new one that he's been watching it's i shouldn't even really say it's a new one it's been around for a while new york post has a has a little sub series called the basement office i think is what it's called Mm. and it's got a guy on it named nick pope who is another he's just another one of these guys that's on all the documentaries like nick pope is on that et's among us thing i was talking about earlier but he's kind of like the expert on the basement office Mm. but that's a good place if you want to watch something on youtube they're like half hour episodes there's a handful of them up there anyways what else you got not a whole lot i mean as far as aliens are concerned I don't, I don't, I don't see how they're not out there with, 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 with the, the testimonies from everybody, from everyone we've talked about on the past eight episodes. There's so much. There's so much. There's so much material. And I, I, I don't know. I just don't see how they don't exist. Exactly. I don't see how you how you look up in the sky. You see every damn one of them stars you see is essentially another galaxy. A lot of them are, yep. And it's just too big out there, man. There's no way. No way. And to me, the most compelling stuff is the stuff that dates back hundreds of years, like the paintings with the aliens in the background, yeah. the stories of people yeah. seeing shit hundreds of years ago. Yeah. Like, how do you get rid of that? And obviously, more stuff was being said than was being talked about because it had to have been the right person at the right time with the right amount of communication power, basically. Right. Right. To even make that story last, there could have been thousands of these sightings over over the centuries that was by a farmer who had no access to anything. Right. And that lived and died with that guy because he couldn't share it on social media. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
Right. Now, before we get out of here, I have an idea. I'm going to run this one by you. Sure. For our Aliens Part 9, there's a big Aliens topic that we have touched on briefly, but we haven't really talked about as much as we should have. Okay. The Men in Black. Okay. That might have to be our Aliens Part 9 topic. 100%. Now, we can do that. probably not going to be next week's episode because we might wear out our listeners with the Aliens content, <laughs> doing two back-to-back Alien discussions. Sure. But I think we got to talk about the Men in Black. Yeah, we could totally do that. I think there's a lot that we can talk about with that. There, there are a lot of stories out there. Pat has a personal story with the men in black i do and we could get into that one as well <laughs> there is there's a thing on youtube and on hulu called buzzfeed unsolved i don't know if you've ever seen those guys they're kind of dorky nerds mm-hmm. i think i've seen the buzzfeed two dudes yeah one's like there's one asian and one's one's just a yeah just a guy it's a dude yeah kind of an asshole yeah they have there's one it's the the series is like they got the true crime one and then they got the like the mysterious shit or the unexplained or whatever, or mysterious, whatever. Mm-hmm. The first episode is a UFO episode of that mysterious series. There's a really good story about the Men in Black that I hadn't heard before until I watched it. All and right. it's going to be funny for you for different reasons than it might be for all of our listeners. <laughs> but I can't talk about exactly why it's funny on the show yet. I want you to watch it, though. Okay, I'll watch it. You're, you might get a kick out of it. All right. So, anyways, <laughs> on that note, I think it's about time to wrap this discussion up. So, please tweet us at 30 in the... Comment on our Facebook page. Yes, please comment on... On Facebook. We gotta get the YouTube up soon. Yeah, we will. I gotta find some good camera equipment. We gotta get some cameras going. I gotta trim down a little bit, improve my improve my appearance a little bit. (laughs) before we do YouTube, but we'll get there. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoy these series. Please leave reviews. Please share it. Please tell all your friends and family about it. Again, if there's anything you guys want us to talk about, please let us know. We'll talk about it. We'll research it. Yeah, we're still getting the same consistent listeners. I guess my mother's been telling people about it. Nice. And like one of her coworkers has kids that are into aliens, so they might be listening. I don't know. Awesome. Hopefully they are. Hopefully they are. Hopefully they're learning a lot. Hopefully they're enjoying the show. We try to make it a fun show. We try not to be super judgmental or anything like that that so definitely anyways thank you guys for listening we're probably about to sign off so peace from government office in india oh shit do you have this one nope a goat entered a government book cut 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 thank you you're welcome because Epstein should be taking the full brunt yeah well he was murdered murdered yeah 100 percent 100 percent but by whom? We could get into that. That could be an entire... Find out like on 4.30 in, in the morning, next episode. You almost say 4.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> Cut. Find out on 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> Bastard. Anyways. And that kind of leads into our next... Or... Cut. That kind of leads into our main topic. What is our main topic, Ben? Well, <laughs> glad you asked, Pat. Pat, God. oh my God, this is gonna be a, the worst episode. Ooh, ever. The worst episode. I I drank today. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> but uh, what is our main topic, Pat?